Snitches and rats are not the same thing. Let me break it down to make sure y'all see what I mean. A snitch is someone minding other folks' business to find information they can sell for a price or trade for some other form of compensation. A rat is a traitor, a conceiver, planner, or physical participator. He doesn't sell secrets for power or cash. He betrays the trust of his team or his family, hoping to save his own cowardly ass. The difference is, at least a snitch is human, but a rat is a fucking rat, period. Yeah, I know what the fuck going on. Welcome back to another episode of the Blow Up Podcast. The podcast where we talk all things 20-somethings and blow a little something-something while we're at it. I'm your host, Courtney Shalise, a.k.a. I'm Court2 on the Instagrams. And we're going to go ahead and slide right into it. Don't forget to follow the podcast on Instagram at IMC. That's actually my Instagram at T-H-E-B-L-O dot U-P and me on Instagram at I-M-C-O-U-R-T-T-O-O. I post my TD sometimes. He. Today we are smoking on McFlurry, y'all. When I tell you, like, this is some fire weed. This is some fire weed. Shout out to Gas Gods. If you know, you know. Oh my goodness. So it's supposed to make you like a chatterbox. And I love weed that makes me giggly. It makes me talk. Oh, this is perfect. This is really the perfect strength for me. Because I hate the strains that make you super sleepy. Like, damn, bitch, can I let the can I let the effects, you know, affect? Why am I asleep after like 15 minutes? Damn near fall asleep smoking the blunt, please. Can I enjoy my day? Fuck. I am really excited for this affirmation session. I've been trying to do my affirmations um, not only during the podcast, but like daily in the mirror and like actually doing, you know, the the ritual. And I feel so silly doing it. I really do. But I find that it truly helps. An affirmation that I spoke over myself and my wallet this weekend was, I'm going to get money regardless. And I did get money regardless. I really did. I had an unexpected check come for me um, at my dad's house. I had some unexpected money drop in my bank account. And for that, I am grateful. Shout out to the motherfucking universe. I feel like whatever you set your, not, not only your intention, but your vibration at a certain level and you really like commit to it and you believe in it wholeheartedly, then the universe will deliver. And I lately I've been feeling like I have like a really direct pipeline to the people upstairs. I really do. Because when I tell you them prayers been having a motherfucking two hour turnaround, if that it be giving 15 minute turnaround sometimes, don't let me tell him to come get you. Because he going to pick your ass right on up if I ask him to, okay? I love it. I love it. I love it. Let's affirm the session with reciprocation. I have experienced a couple of experiences this week 
that have led me to realize that not only do I need to open my heart space to be able to give, but to receive. And it's a two-way street. I can't be giving, giving, giving and not receiving anything back. And I can't have people giving, giving, giving to me and not giving anything back. So this is really important to me and it's been on my heart lately to keep reciprocation on the forefront of my mind whenever I'm like dealing with other people in my life, with my relationships and whatnot. So I thought this would be the perfect opportunity to really set it in stone and um, really make it a point to make this, what am I trying to say? I really, I just really want to set set the set the principle in stone in my subconscious mind that I am only I am only accepting reciprocal energy. So with that being said, let's affirm the session. All of the energy and love I pour into myself returns back to me times ten. I am deserving of an equal exchange. I give and love with my whole heart. And I know when it's time to stop giving. Because there do be a time to stop giving. If it's not giving what need to be gave. I invite love, kindness and laughter to visit me. And with that being said, so it is. Amen. Like that bitch up. You're listening to episode 26 of the Blow Up Podcast. Hashtag real bitch freestyle. You know what's been really frustrating for me? Not frustrating. Why did I say that? Honestly, yes. Frustrating for me. Let me just go ahead and say that since we're talking about being vulnerable this episode. Is not being able to come on here and like be myself or feeling like I, I couldn't come on here and be myself. I think, you know, my journey right now as a freshly moved out gal how many times am I going to tell y'all that? Please don't come and try to find me. You're going to be having something waiting on you. Okay? Don't play with me. <laughs> be fucking for real. But my journey right now as a newly, like, super single gal is sitting in my authenticity and like doing what I'm afraid to do and something that I'm afraid to do as of late is operating as my super authentic self. We've talked about this before. I'm a fun girl. I like to smoke. I like to cuss and I like to twerk. And I have found myself like censoring myself. Like why? Why? Even on the podcast, like, I think that was part of my creative block. And I wish I would have talked about this last episode. I felt like I couldn't 
say certain things. I think I did mention that last time. I still feel like I can't talk about certain things, but um, I felt like I, in order to give quality content and in order to start pushing the podcast in the direction that it needs to go, that I needed to like censor myself a bit and not cuss as much, not smoke and um, not be me, not talk or not give my thoughts as they arise, but I'm like filtering my thoughts, like overthinking my thoughts and just not truly showing up as my 100%, 100% true self. Is that, and I feel like I'm not speaking very literate as of lately, but I'm gonna let it ride. I feel like I'm not showing up as my 100% true authentic self sometimes because I fear being judged or I fear missing out on things because I've shown because I've shown up as myself or because I haven't assimilated. And um, even though I believe all the time in showing up as yourself, I'm still a victim. I am still a victim, but I'm happy to be here and I'm happy to be, you know, sitting here naked in my bed, smoking a J, um, after a long day of being a student working baddie. I am uh, so serious when I fucking say that the universe has been attacking me with spirit, uh, spirit signs, like, when I tell you it's been two 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 three 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 two two three, that's my angel number. If you don't know, I have a tattooed on my middle finger right here on the side of my knuckle. It's two and then like the colon, two, three, like a time. And people always ask me, like, oh, like was that a like I don't know, like was that the time you were born or were you born on February 23rd? I'm like, no, this is my angel number. Whenever I see this number, I know that things are about to shake up exponentially for me. And um, I've been seeing a lot of 223. Vanessa's been seeing a lot of 223. And I think that that's very powerful that my own best friend is seeing my angel number a lot. She had been seeing my car for a minute too, which was kind of scary. If you know, I have car accident PTSD. So I was like, please God, don't let it be another motherfucking car accident. I can't. I literally can't. I can't do it. But um it's been two 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 three 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 two two three four 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 one 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 and I think that's it. Oh and five five five. It's like oh my God fuck y'all are all up in my ass right now and something that I've kind of learned is that you can't or I can't but you can't either I can't keep googling what 222 means or what 333 means or like whatever 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 because ultimately whenever spirit is trying to connect with me they're not if they want to connect with me through google then that's what the fuck they would have did but they sent me a message in real life for me to interpret in real life with like my own analytical brain because only I know with my experiences and my 
um, intuition, what 222 can mean for me in uh, the context of my life and the context of the situations that I have going on right now and things that I'm thinking, whatever I see 222 or 333 or 223 or 111, whatever the case may be. I can't keep Googling. Like I have a library of angel numbers actually um, in my notes that I need to get back on track with filling out. But it's just so that I can refer back to as my personal Google whenever I start seeing hella angel numbers like this. So I can't wait until like I have a full archive of what each angel number means. We can actually like take a little read right now. Um, so I've been seeing two, two, three a lot today. I saw it three times. Um, and five, five, five. So I've here written from May 30th, 2022 at two, three, four PM, two, two, three. Shit is most certainly finna shake up period, five, 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 revamping, period. So the message is very much so like in the same realm. I'm excited to see what unfolds. I just wanted to share that. I feel like I never really talk too much about my relationship with God and universe and my ancestors and spirit guides on a casual basis. So I kind of want to start including um, little tidbits like that. I feel like it's very much so a part of me in my life and you just get a better feel for why I be saying some of the shit that I say and whenever I say I'm always learning lessons and da 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 this is the shit I be talking about. I feel like I feel like the universe has been oh, I just kind of realized that was just like an instant thought. Okay, so like I have been having a um a harder week, a harder two weeks. Honestly, I'd probably say two weeks cuz I thought this week was going to be a better week. And it was, but fuck, I don't know, it's still kind of hard. I still cried like twice or like three times, actually. Um, I am one of the bad bitches that have bad days too. And shout out to Megan Thee Stallion for making the song Anxiety. Because I think that that song really woke me up to the fact that I am not perfect. As much as I like to believe that I truly am the perfect woman, I'm not yet. Not quite. We're not there yet, unfortunately. And there are a lot of things that I face on the daily basis that I deal with that we go through in general, just as human beings. I was telling Vanessa this the other day, we literally experience so many things in one day that we don't even talk about that. We kind of like we the things that we write off as like small things, but you know, when you just sit down at the end of the day and like, you just 
think about everything, all the conversations that you had, all the things that you saw, the things that kind of made you look sideways. Like, what the fuck was that? Like, you know, a lot of shit be happening. And um, I don't think we give ourselves enough grace for just the, the lives that we lead as human beings. There's just so much that we have to face and battle with and conquer on a day-to-day basis and fuck (sighs) hear me when I say a bitch like me is tired (laughs) hear me when I say this okay fuck imagine how tired of it we are so this week was challenging for um a couple of reasons and i feel like this is why the universe has really been tapped in with me but it all fun it all falls under the general umbrella of just being anxious and having anxiety and like living like a like a high functioning is there a word for it like anxious person i'm not diagnosed but I don't think that you have to be a diet. I don't think that you have to be diagnosed to experience anxiety or like go through bouts of anxiety or periods of anxiety. I think that that's just what the people want you to believe so that you can go spend money and, you know, contribute to the motherfucking health industry. So I. It opened my eyes, really, when I sat down to just give myself that space to feel and really acknowledge all of the things that I've overcome, the things that I've accomplished, the things that have happened, um, just everything, everything in every single sector of my life there's been a shift there's been a change and some things aren't as significant but even the things that are significant it's like I haven't had the chance to just sit down and really grasp it all and I think it's all kind of finally settling in now and hitting me now um not to mention that I'm a busy fucking girl (laughs) I'm a busy bitch bro oh I'm a busy bitch Um, And it's very overwhelming. So it's been a heavy, it's been a heavier feeling for me this week, having to like process all of this emotion that's probably a little bit overdue and having more things to do and more places to go, so much more room to grow, so much more, you know, pathway left on the journey it's overwhelming and I think I kind of shut down or like broke down for a second because I was just like fuck life is really like lifing heavy if you will I think I can be super like retrospective but I was super introspective this week And I was really inside of my own head and able to really observe my thoughts, my brain, um, my life, and see things for what they've grown to be and what they are. Um, 
one of the things that has really shifted with me is my relationships, the people that I love, um, my tribe, my support system. That has been one of the biggest um, areas of my life that has significantly significantly underwent change like I'm by myself now and I feel almost lonely um I know I have people around me but I think that whenever you move on your own and shout out to the girls who just moved into their first apartment or are in college their first year living away from home, being away from your parents. The shit is hard. The shit is hard. Fuck the the financial shit. That shit is hard. But like that's a given. The girls don't talk about the transition period to being alone. Being in a house full of people, um, just having other people to consider, other people being in your brain space to it just being you. You alone with your thoughts you along with the decisions that you make oh my god i've never had this much time to just like think like let alone this much space to think bitch i'm thinking non-stop constantly um and i've seen in I think that a lot of other women have told us, you know, just in general, as we've grown up, just the whole narrative has been, you know, get on your own and figure out who you are and don't enmesh with anyone else to really find your identity. My apologies. Don't enmesh with don't enmesh yourself with anybody to preserve your identity. And I think that this applies to friends, this applies to men, this applies to overcommitting to anything before you truly get a grasp of who you are and like what you want to be i have been on like this weird crossroads of like being my super social self again and remaining in my shell of like not even my shell of comfort but just my shell of security I feel like I'm trying to like reconfigure myself, like I'm reloading and I feel something bubbling within me, I guess. I feel the shifts. Well, let me rephrase that. I see the shifts happening in my life, right? I know the shifts are happening, right? Externally, I see it, I feel it, whatever. But I also now am seeing 
the shifts within myself. And I'm starting to realize a lot of things about myself too. A lot of good things, a lot of bad. Not let me, not let me not say a lot. Some bad things, um, and I wouldn't even really say bad, but just you know things that I have to work on. And I wonder, do I need to stay alone for this transition period of my life? Do I need to? take a step back from this world that I'm like in the midst of creating for myself that may distract me or like hinder me from evolving into who I need to be or will stepping into this world and this new era of my life with open arms accepting of all the people who could be a part of my life and a part of this journey and allow them to influence me potentially in the greatest ways possible to help me grow. I'm stuck in between those two because I think that on one hand, you really have to go through like that lone soldier phase, I guess, or like the hermit mode phase in order to like really come into your butterfly. But at the same time, you need those experiences with other people to grow and to like actually move forward in life. My feelings have been hurt multiple times over my journey of being a bad bitch, having bad bitch friends. And, you know, it has left scars on my heart. Therefore, I feel like it's been a struggle to navigate adulthood um, with just a smaller community, with a smaller tribe, with it really just being me. Um... But I don't think that it's very sustainable, but I think this is a very common experience for a lot of young women um, my age. We're just out here living life, you know, making shit shake, and it would be beautiful, 10 out of 10, to have a very full tribe around you of, you know, gal pals other women to really support your feminine energy and support your journey, you know, go through things together, love each other, hang out, do, 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 do. But so many of us, I think, are closed off to the idea of inviting that into our lives because so many of us have experienced betrayal, betrayal from a friend, the death of a friendship through betrayal or just some shicey shit happening. Uh, I know that a lot of girls, women, just associate female friendships with drama. I hate a bitch that always be talking about some, I don't make friends with girls because girls are drama. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. But I understand. I understand where you might just start drawing the line because it's just all too common 
to just be dealing with this catty shit with other girls, women since like the fucking playground. There's always been a hating ass bitch in the vicinity, always. And it's hard to get over that, that like molehill of dealing with a fraudulent bitch, a hating bitch, a mean bitch, um, a catty bitch. No woman wants to deal with that while you're paying bills. Like, I'd rather just be by myself. Because for what? I'm going to have to go to jail and beat your ass because you fucked with me and my space and my time of peace. Nobody wants to invite that into their energy realm. However, I think it's so important to have these, these women around you who can support you you know, while we're growing and glowing and blowing up to be the best woman that we can fucking be. That's the only way that you really can evolve into your best self is to have other people around you reflecting and, you know, watering you as much as you water yourself. But it can be so hard because we've had those experiences. I really wanted to touch on this because, um, I do believe in community and I do believe in having your soul tribe, but I think for black girls, especially I'm, I'm speaking for black girls because I am a black girl and I want to have a tribe of black girls around me. It can be really hard to exist within, you know, a community of us or within a group of us because society and, you know, Life in general is not designed for black women to live in peace. There's always an element of uh, like the world wanting us to be in competition, to fight, to argue, to compete, and do all of this extra shit. Um, and it can be hard to create genuine relationships. It can be hard to create authentic relationships long-lasting and intimate relationships where where we can be vulnerable with each other. There's a lot of friendships that are based on material shit, based on superficial shit. Whenever you see the pretty girls that are linked up because they're pretty, honestly, I don't blame them. Do you know how hard it is to come out here and be vulnerable with people these days? You don't know what that mother can do after you tell them some shit. They gonna go expose you on TikTok. They gonna go use the shit that you told them in confidence against you. They gonna go take your nigga. They gonna go take your money. Oh my God, no. I seen a motherfucking tweet about a girl who uh, applied to the same job as her best friend. They were both applying to the same job. One of them got to uh, the final round and the other one didn't. The one that made it to the final round had her friend that was applying with her down on her reference list. So whenever they called the friend that didn't make it to the final round, guess what that bitch did? She literally talked so much shit about her to where the girl didn't get the fucking job. Imagine having somebody on your team as spiteful and hateful as that and not even knowing it. Bro, what? Bro, what? If I ever found out some shit like that, I don't even know. I think you have to tote me off to the jailhouse. Because why would you play with my money like that? Um, 
as women, as black women especially, we should be each other's number one cheerleaders and our, each other's number one protectors. I know when I see another black woman, I feel especially like responsible and like akeem to being her friend or at least being friendly being being a friendly face if nobody else in the room is going to make you feel comfortable i want to make you feel comfortable um and just with women in general like i want for all women to be on each other's side and to have that that sense of camaraderie like you know how as black black women whenever we're in public spaces, we can just give each other a look and we know what that means. You know what I mean? Especially in a room full of white people. It should be like that for all women. We should all have an unspoken mode of communication to where we feel comfortable just fucking with each other in that capacity. But there's been such an element of like, you know, animosity and competition amongst women to where it's hard to even feel comfortable getting to that point. Some girls have been experiencing betrayal and friendship fallout since the motherfucking sandbox. And for that, I'm so sorry. And for that, I am so, 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 so sorry. Because there's a lot of women out here that have never experienced a true female platonic relationship. Which is the most beautiful thing that you could ever experience. Uh... I speak for myself and a lot of other women when I say that my relationship with my best friend has set the standards for even my next boyfriend to come in and uh, do his motherfucking thing. Like, the amount of camaraderie and love and respect and loyalty that I have with my best friend is through the motherfucking sky. I know that that bitch is going to step. I know that I will step. I know that there is reciprocation for our love and loyalty with each other. That is my bitch through and through my ride or die. And I do not question that with like a bone in my body, with a bone in my body. But I've been through situations where I did have to question the women around me, the girls around me rather, because it's... I would, this was speaking to a time when I was like a teenager. So let me say the girls around me, the ladies around me. Um, and it was very traumatizing to say the least. Now I'm very hypervigilant about anybody who's around me. What are your intentions for talking to me? It's because you feel like, you know, we'll, we'll look cute together in the club is it because you see that I'm on my way to being great and you want to be around just in case? Is it because you think I have, you know, a chunk of change? Is it because what? What is it? And that's where the the hypervigilance comes in because you just never really know anybody's intentions these days which makes it hard to be vulnerable in these in the even in the making of a friendship because it takes being vulnerable to create authentic genuine relationships right you can't just walk around um just like talking about nothing expecting to create a relationship of depth it just doesn't fucking work like that. You have to give something deep in order to get something deep. You can't just build nothing on nothing. So 
um, I really want to talk about how uh, our friendships really impact us. It's something that I think that is a bigger, it's a way bigger, uh, I wouldn't even say problem, but it's like a way bigger fight than we realize as, you know, women, as young women, like in our young 20s too, our early 20s, making, we're in that like weird stage to where we still, um, if you're lucky enough, having friends that you grew up with, you should still have friends that you grew up with. At least one. At least one. I just fell out with one. But at least one. Have at least one of them niggas. Um, the people that you grew up with, you know, in middle school and high school. Um, ooh, baby. These braids, babe. Ooh. Um, I'm sorry. I forgot what I was saying. I don't know how y'all. What was I saying? Oh, yeah. We're in those weird stages to where, you know, we have those friends. We have, like, I don't know, work friends, college friends. Uh, We're making new friends, trying to make new friends, meeting friends through friends. Um, We have our club friends. We have our gossip friends. We have our call you and cry friends. We have our adventure friends. We have our whole friends. We have all different types of friends. Um, And some people just have no friends. Some girls don't have any gal pals to call their own. Sometimes just out of like, that's just their situation. And some out of, by choice. I don't want any friends. I'm cool. I'm focused on clocking in, stacking my stacking my papers so I can do whatever, whatever, whatever. That's what I'm hearing a lot of. And understandably so, rightfully so. But it takes having a couple real bitches around you in order to take you to the next level, I think. I don't think that anybody can become successful in whatever you want to do. And I'm not just talking about being um, like for me, y'all understand that I want to work in media. Like, obviously, I want to work within the entertainment industry. So not even just elevating in that way, but in wherever you want to go um, with your growth as a human being, whatever that means for you, you need people around you to help you achieve that. That is a fact. Nobody that has ever been successful has done it alone, completely alone. So I highly doubt, even in spiritual terms, emotional terms, that you're going to be able to heal, grow, and become your most evolved self if it's just you. Lightness, or of course you're going to be a bright light in a room full of nothing. Like There's nothing to contradict. There's nothing to... Iron sharpens, what's, what am I trying to say? Iron sharpens iron. You know what I'm saying? You can't be, you can't grow if it's just you. There's nothing to test you. There's nothing to challenge you. There's nothing to feed you, to water you. Um, There's nothing there. You're just, you're reliant on being self-aware and we're not all the most self-aware i feel like i'm pretty self-aware but even me 
I have, we all have blind spots to where we have stuff that we need to work on that we didn't realize we needed to work on or, you know, um, just like places where we can grow as human beings. So shadow parts that we don't realize that we have, that's the reason why we come in contact with other people is to bring that out of us. Whatever you see in other people um, that you don't like is usually a reflection of something within you, whether it's a good trait or a bad trait. So for instance, I have had this thing that I've realized I do with women sometimes, and this is me being vulnerable. Actually, I was just talking to Vanessa about this. I have been, just this week, going through this thing where I'm noticing, like, I have, like, ops. <laughs> like, not even ops. I wouldn't even say ops. Like, I do encounter people who do not favor me. And as a Cancer Sun Libra rising, I don't appreciate that. I would love to be besties with everybody. But I have noticed that some people just don't take a liking to me. Some people do hate on me. Some people just do dislike me in general. To which I'm still trying to grasp the idea of. Because why would you not like me? I'm the sweetest person ever. I'm literally a motherfucking like, saint. Be serious. I'm perfect. But... With women specifically, this week and last week, I felt like I was encountering women who, like, didn't fuck with me for whatever reason. I felt like they they were, like, hating on me. Like, they would give me looks or they would say snide things. And I'm like, okay, bitch, like, step your cookies up. Um, I feel... Like, what that is showing me, experiencing women like that is showing me where I have certain things within myself. So, okay, cool. If this woman is indeed a hater and you're attracting you're attracting this many haters within a two-week time span, what does that tell you? I feel like maybe I see myself as better than some of these women. and. Whenever you have your mind tapped in a certain place, you're going to pick up on certain things. If you don't have your attention skewed in certain directions, you won't even notice certain shit. So when people say like, oh, like I don't even see the bullshit, they literally don't see the bullshit. Their focus is elsewhere. And I think that's just having like, I hate to say this, but just like high vibrations or just having your vibrations in your control, having your energy in your control. In my case, what I'm speaking on, um, noticing hating ass bitches, encountering hating ass bitches, that can only occur if I'm insecure in my power over trying to like over assert myself. That's the only time when I can even notice when someone else is trying to pick me and place me down from where I sit on my pedestal. Because I can sit on my pedestal for as long as I want or put myself on as high as a pedestal as I want. And that shouldn't affect anybody. 
But if it does and I notice, I feel like I'm doing something wrong because why do I care and why do I notice? I think I should be so far up in the clouds of my own brain that I don't even, I'm not even interacting with people like that, if that makes sense. So if that went over your head, because I don't know if I explained that right, basically what I'm saying is you have to be right within yourself in order to attract the people that we want to be a part of our lives, our friendships, our intimate relationships, our platonic relationships, um, even our family, exhibiting the traits that we want to see relate back to us. So in order for me to attract confident, secure um, women to be my friend or to work with women like that, to just encounter more women like that, um, just having that safe space of women who are on the same wavelength, I have to embody that. I have to be that. Um, I think that that plays a big role in why we keep attracting the same type of person in our lives and go through these cycles of attracting like bullshit people or like just fraudulent ass people. I think that's kind of where we have to check in with ourselves and be like, okay, like what am I, what energy am I giving off that makes these people feel like that's what time it is over here, that they can come over here and play with me like this. Um, And that's where I think we can really take control of what we bring in our space and like the people that we want to have around us. I think that's where we really start seeing the change. It's like, it's like dressing, I guess. You have to like dress your energy. I feel like when I dress certain ways, like when I dress up, instead of like dressing like I'm homeless, I embody a certain energy, right? Like I'm feeling my most confident self. I'm feeling my secure, my most secure self. I'm feeling my most sexy self, my most beautiful self, whatever the case may be. And just carrying myself in that energy, energy attracts other people who feel the same way about themselves. And I think that when you have the same mindset as someone, uh, you're more likely to have things in common. Because when you, when you're on that level of just like, security up here in your head, you are able to free your mind to be true to your desires, to your character. Um, You're more at peace and you're not more likely to be on some low vibrational shit, some negative shit, some hating shit, some fraud shit. Because you're 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 living life. You're minding your business. You're having a good time. You're balanced. You're balanced. Um, I think that it can be really hard to go through these things, go through these relationships, and having them fail. Because when let me tell you, there's nothing worse than a friendship death 
or like a fallout because those really be your bitches. You re- you really look back and be like, damn, we had a time last night. You know what I'm saying? Be sharing the most intimate of details of your life, having like the deepest conversations and, you know, to just wake up one day and um, having to block the bitch or even in some cases, you know, having to fight the bitch. Shout out to the bitches who done fought a friend and, you know, fell back in with the friend and then fell back out. You should never been friends with that bitch again in the first place. I don't know about y'all. Let's run a, run a poll. Are you refriending friends that you fought before? I will. I be refriending friends all the time, actually. I be like, why are we still beefing, bitch? Let's be friends. I do that all the time. Ooh, oh my God. Have y'all ever um, reached out to like past friends? Like if you have ever like done a friend wrong or you felt like a friendship ended unnecessarily like reached back out i do that all the time i do even if we weren't even really friends like that i reach out to well not all the time because i don't just be out here like sidestepping <clears throat> for no reason but i definitely reach back out to people that i feel like we ended on bad terms for no reason because i like i like peace and i like I don't like for people to be at odds. Um, I don't like to feel like I have people out there just feeling salty about my name when it don't even got to be like that or just holding negative energy for somebody else when it doesn't even have to really be like that. I don't think that I'm the type of person because honestly, I'll be like, I'll see, I'll be upset with people or I'll be quote unquote like beefed up, I guess, or just not on speaking terms with people. And if I'm the, I'm to see them, I'm the type to like smile because I don't know. I'm like, why are we beefed up? Because no, I've never, I've only beefed with a friend in person, maybe like twice in my life. A lot of this shit be a lot of miscommunication uh, and just a whole bunch of foolery over the internet, at least for me on my side, I think that, you know, especially when you're living in different places from your friends, I think that plays a role in why our friendships aren't standing the test of time. Um, Just our communication as like a generation, I guess, has fallen off people don't know how to communicate um we're all in different places in our lives and physically so it can be hard to really get your message across bitch was talking about tone earlier today bitch if i told you to suck my dick you know what tone it was i'm fucking screaming did y'all see that what cardi b said she's funny as fuck um i feel like i'm kind of like falling off topic but this is something that's been really sitting on my heart um even with just female rappers, that's a really great a really great example. The girls be beefing, and for what? It be over nothing. It be over nothing. It really be a lot of miscommunication, and um, on some ends, 
not being able to take accountability or not just wanting to, you know, be upfront or, you know, just being authentic in your communication, being upfront in your communication and being shameless in, in your communication. I mean, shit, nobody, I wouldn't be mad at a lot of shit. I don't care about a lot of shit. The things that I value and the things that I care about within my relationships is honesty and loyalty. That's it. Keep it two fucking hundred. Keep it 300 with me before you ever do some fraud shit. Just let me know. That's all you got to do. Let me know. If you don't want to be my friend no more, just let me know. If you feel like we are having a a turbulent time, let me know. We could talk about it. I have no problem talking over a situation. I have no problem um, really talking it out, especially now. I think that I've, I've had to grow to this point to become a person who's willing to really sit and talk through um a problem maturely and really be able to hear out the other person and not argue to defend myself but argue to diffuse the problem and the situation to really come up with a solution a resolution like I'm not looking to defend my honor to defend my ego anymore I really want to preserve relationships Um, I care about having long lasting relationships and long standing relationships, but I think that communication is such a huge touch point that we're missing. And a lot of these like betrayals that be happening within our female friendships have come from a lack of communication, a lack of being able to have a conversation and be vulnerable, um, you know, I, I blame, I, I don't know who I blame or what I blame. I just know that we're missing it and we can probably say it it could come from, um, social media, like bitches subtweeting their friends. And you said this about me, bitch, put an ad on it. You know, like when all you have to do is pick up the phone. When all you have to do is pick up the phone or send a text or better yet, like, hey, like, let's talk in person. You know what I'm saying? That's where we should be taking it back to. But again, if you don't have the ability to be vulnerable with yourself, to uh, take accountability for yourself, to have boundaries and to have empathy, to have kindness all of those things, if you don't have that for yourself, I don't really expect you to have it for me. Um, And this is why I'm such a big advocate for therapy, for everybody. I don't think a lot of people have empathy or kindness for themselves to really even be vulnerable. There's so many situations that can be diffused that people just put their pride aside and say, you know, this really hurt my feelings or I feel a type of way about this because this, or I feel a type of way about that because that people would rather shut, people would rather shut down and shut a situation down 
before they put themselves out there to be a little bit uncomfortable in speaking their truth and sharing their truth and, you know, really talking things out as adults should. But I don't think that a lot of people are even comfortable with acknowledging these feelings within themselves and where they come from. So the friendship was doomed from the start because the bitch ain't emotionally intelligent. That's really the real tea. We used to have to stop being friends with uh, emotionally ignorant people. This is like the best guys that I spoke in a while. I'm not even going to lie to y'all. I'm really happy about this purchase. This is a really good purchase. God is good. God is too great. Let us thank you for our food. (laughs) But betrayal isn't the only reason for why we move on from certain friendships. Sometimes it's other factors. Um, Sometimes we just lose touch. People are having babies. Friendships grow apart because um, one or the other are both getting relationships, Um, being in different locations, living different lifestyles. And, you know, eventually you just separate to a point Or maybe you have nothing in common. Which really sucks. That really sucks. I don't think I've really experienced that per se. But I think I have experienced, you know, growing into a different phase of my life with different interests that will probably lead me to new environments with new people and transitioning, I guess, like being in different worlds, I think that can be really hard, especially now. I don't know how to really explain it other than being and maybe like the fashion world. If you have fashion friends, you know, that's primarily who you hang out with. But now you decide that you want to go and be a basketball player. You're going to start hanging out with athletes. You're going to start training with athletes. Oh, you want to go eat after practice? Or you want to go eat after da 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 Like you start hanging out with them naturally. You start coming into that world. So now you're leaving your other world where you were like mostly immersed in and now you're having to like balance the two. I've I've seen a lot and I have experienced that where you start spending less time with the former and maybe you stop resonating as much you start having less to talk about, less to, uh, you know, less time to hang out maybe, or maybe you're not interested in hanging out. 
um, and doing the same things, just kind of outgrowing certain spaces in your life. And sometimes that comes with certain people. Maybe some of your friendships might be situational. Well, we almost, we were only really friends because of history or because we were in the same uh, city or because we were roommates or because we have known each other since we were babies or um, we've been da 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 for da 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 or whatever the case may be, that glue might not be enough to hold the friendship anymore. And how do you sever those friendships besides just letting it fall off naturally? Is there a conversation that should happen? Like, what do you even say to that? I don't think that, actually, no, I have had to do that. I've had to tell someone that I did not want to be their friend anymore because I felt like I was just not able to handle their personality or I I just didn't resonate with their personality and resonate with them as people anymore and I didn't know how to say it and I just know I kept feeling it and I didn't want to be mean to this person while we were hanging out with each other I didn't want to have an attitude I didn't want to start being snarky because I think I do have a tendency like to low-key start being a mean girl uh whenever I'm just like not feeling somebody like I have that in me and I never want to do that to anybody that I care about that's literally strictly reserved for the bitches I never want to do that to somebody that I really care about and because I really did care about this person but I didn't want to be their friend anymore I wasn't able to do it 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 was gonna end with me being super super annoyed with them as a person and um being a real bitch so I felt like I was pressured at one point to explain myself and when I did it came off snarky it came off a type of way it came off like listen um I don't like you and I'm sorry that's kind of what it gave looking back on it now and that's very harsh um very hard to hear i couldn't imagine getting a text like that or getting a call like that or having a conversation like that um because it did happen over text and i did feel bad and i still haven't addressed it further and i did see that person in target and i was just like hey what are you doing here? Um, do I feel bad? Yes. But did it need to happen? Yes. Because at the end of the day, I knew that I was not capable of following through on this relationship, following through on my duties to reciprocate energy as a friend. So what did I do as a real bitch? I bowed out. I bowed out. And I was waiting to truly communicate because I think I could have communicated a little bit better, but I did. I did what I did. And it is what it is. 
And as long as I buy, as long as I have spoken my truth and something but the truth, it's upfront and um, it's all laid out on the table. I can't have any guilt residing in my body. You feel me? I feel like if you do nothing else, if you're calling yourself a real bitch, you're transparent. And you have no problem keeping that shit 100 at all times. I feel like I represented what it meant to be a true, real bitch in that moment. Whenever you're not feeling something, whenever you're not okay with something, whenever you feel off or have a weird feeling about something, it's your responsibility to communicate it. It's your responsibility to advocate for yourself, advocate for the relationships that you care about. And that might be another thing. Maybe we're in friendships with people who don't really hold the friendship to the same regard that you do or hold friendships in general up to the same regard that you do. That's another thing because there's a lot of bitches out here that will take that nigga back 15,000 times, but it's over for you the first time you roll your eyes, Miss Mamas, or the first time you seem like you copied her outfit. It's giving a lot of that. It's giving a lot of that. If we really want to talk about it. Oh. Hit ass. I'm right, the scientist hit ass. Oh, he shitted on me. Beat my baby out of me. And I took him back. But I, but I fought my friend for not coming to my dinner. Hit ass. That's what it gives. And we don't like that for you, Pooh. We don't like that for you at all. How do we deal with our friendship deaths when they've been outgrown, when they've died by act of betrayal or distance? You charge that shit to the game. You keep your heart open and you keep that shit pushing. You grieve. You grieve the relationship, of course. Because as I said, friendship deaths are just as hard as relationship deaths, if not worse. That was supposed to be your bitch, your writer. And unfortunately, she wasn't, to which I'm so sorry. But losing our friendships, as hard as it can be, we need we need solid companionship throughout this life. We need it in order to thrive, in order to just maximize our ability to love and cherish and laugh. We need people around us for like a well-rounded human experience. You don't want to live life, bitch. You don't want to have fun. You don't want to have drinks on Tuesday, bitch. Come on now. Get it together. We all need somebody. I just need somebody, body, who and everybody, body. All you gotta do is love me for me, babe. I just want somebody. 
don't let me tell y'all I can low-key sing, okay? But no, yeah, for real. Keep your heart open. Shit. We all deserve a gal pal squad. We all deserve to have that feminine energy uh, surrounding us, uplifting us, supporting each other. We owe it to each other, to the history and the future of what it means to be a woman. We have to stand up and we have to stand by each other. And I think that we need to also exterminate the bitches who are going against the agenda because y'all fucking it up and y'all really pissing me off. But for the rest of us bitches who can act normal, cherish your fellow sisters. Take this as a sign to go on a friendship date this weekend. Plan one, plan a cute picnic, plan a brunch, plan a museum run date. Um, Go get drunk, go to the club, take molly, take acid, take shrooms. Have an experience. Dilly-dally in these streets and live life to the fullest with your motherfucking friends. Hang out the window with your ratchet-ass friends. Shake that pussy on the street with your ratchet-ass friends. Let me stop. Anywho, I am wishing reciprocity in your relationships for all of you. I pray for a refresher in that area of your life if that's something that you're struggling with i pray that you attract your soul sisters in a timely manner i pray that you radiate every bit of positivity and high vibrational energy um in love within yourself in order to attract your soul tribe and to um move forward on your soul mission and that the people that you attract are able to aid you in that mission spiritually, emotionally, and mentally. In Jesus' name that I pray, amen. I just felt very called to do that for you. I feel like somebody is in need to hear this right now. I'm just here to let you know, girl, we coming. The real bitches is coming. It's a real bitch revolution. Send this to a friend who keeps flaking out on plans. Send this to a friend that has ever refriended a friend that she fought. Send this to a friend who is your only friend. And with that being said, thank you so much for tuning in to yet another episode of the Blow Up Podcast. The podcast where we talk all things 20-somethings. Once again, I'm Courtney, Courtney Shalise. I'm Court 2 on the gram. Make sure that you turn on your notifications for new episodes every single Sunday. I don't miss Sundays. I might be a little late, but I don't miss Sundays now. Well, actually, I miss a couple, but that's besides the point. Check out the Falling For You playlist available on Apple Music. It is the podcast, not the podcast. It's the playlist for those seasonal, transitional autumn vibes where you just want to lay under the moon, smoke a joint, love, cuddle, reminisce, miss, 
Mm, I love fall. I think it's a very sexy time. It just feels so comfortable. It's for the bad bitches who really can dress, dress the fuck down. Okay, y'all be talking about winter. Bitch, you be too cold for all that. Put me in a bubble jacket. Fall is the time. And I think it's a time it's the time for music too. <gasps> Bro, Drake and 21 Savage are dropping an album together on uh October 28th. I was gonna say August. October 28th. Next Friday, bitch. Next Friday. We need a listening party. We need a listening party. I'm working on that. We need a listening party. Period. We need a fucking listening party. Bro, what? When I tell you I'm about to turn the fuck up, what the fuck are you just talking about? Do y'all remember when when it's time to be a live drop with me future? Oh my god, bitch. This is when to give that times like 10. Oh my god, I'm finna live my hood nigga fantasy. What the fuck are you saying? Oh my god, I'm so excited. Wait. What? Y'all know how that, how like bad that's about to change my life. Extremely. Anywho, I got excited. Make sure she's tap in. Oh god, my contact is so fucked up right now, y'all. Fuck. Y'all ever do that? Like accidentally rub your contact to like the back of your fucking eyeball? Oh my god. I'm sorry guys. This is not the conclusion I was trying to give. Bye, y'all. Love you. Tap in next week. Have a good week. Fuck.